Hey guys, it's Mike from We Are The Batman here. Just want to let you know, we have a new website you guys can go to. Just go to podpage.com slash wearethebatman. That's podpage.com slash wearethebatman. You can get all of our episodes there, get a little more information about us, and most importantly, you can leave us reviews, and you can leave us comments and messages, send us questions and episode ideas, and you can even leave us voicemails. All these great tools are on the website. Head over to podpage.com slash wearethebatman. Batman. We always love to hear from you guys. Head on over there now and check it out. Hey everybody, welcome back to We Are the Batman. I'm Mike. And this is Matthew. All right, we are starting our new thing we're doing every month we were every the last Friday of every month we're going to break down the live action batman films in release order we put a poll on facebook and twitter deciding which one you want to start with batman from 1989 or 1966 66 won by a vote <laughs> um, yes which is impressive to say the least so people who were maybe only saw the twitter poll are like but 89 won not on facebook uh so yeah. total votes starting. one by one one by a one by a single vote, but that also shows there's enough of a of of people who want to hear, hear this movie talked about because I think everyone tends to start with '89, and I think the '66 movie gets a little neglected because it is an older movie, it is dated, it is of its time, but nonetheless, it is a part of the live action Batman film uh, uh, hierarchy. And it's worth going into it. So we we have a plan for how we're going to break each of these down every single month. Um, just just to keep it a little formatted, maybe not as free flowing in terms of how we do it. But we're still going to give our honest thoughts, you know, pros and cons on different aspects of the movie. A little bit of pre-production, some other stuff. And at the end of it, we'll, we'll give you guys, you know, whether or not we'd recommend it, if it's worth going back and revisiting. So uh, if you're not familiar with this movie, Batman, also known as Batman the Movie, was released in 1966. Uh, it was directed by Leslie Martinson, and it stars Adam West as Batman, Burt Ward as Robin, Lee Merriweather as Catwoman, Cesar Romero as Joker, Burgess Meredith as Penguin, and Frank Gorshin as the Riddler. Uh, the movie was made for $1.4 million, and it brought in $4 million dollars uh in rental money because it was pretty much just released straight to uh to vhs which by the way um of the 60s batman first little note of trivia here the show was never released on vhs dvd and blu-ray yes never vhs only the movie was released on vhs which is kind of interesting um mm -hmm. there was this was actually the last film that alan napier made who plays alfred in uh the the adam west uh era of batman um he would continue on to be in the show for the second and third seasons but this was the last film that he uh participated in um that's all i have as far as like just kind of the basic notes a little bit of pre-production stuff um so originally they were going to have julie newmar uh return as catwoman in this she was not aware basically that they were gonna make the movie so she had signed on to go make another movie <laughs> and, and couldn't get out of it to make this movie so they recast with lee merriweather and then the movie that julie newmar was working on ended up not getting finished so oh so that kind of that kind of that kind of sucks um this was also the 
uh, after this movie, Frank Gorshin did not return as the Riddler for the seconds because this is between season one and two of the, of the show. Correct. Uh, Frank Gorshin did not return as the Riddler for season two. He came back in season three. In season two, the Riddler was actually played by Mr. John Aston, aka Gomez Adams, who I love as Gomez Adams. I do not love as the Riddler in season two of <laughs> Batman because um, he was just kind of doing a Frank Gorshin impression the whole the whole time. Um, the movie was originally going to, they originally planned on doing a sequel for the movie. However, because the ratings of the show for the show dipped hard in season two, uh, the plans for a sequel got scrapped. Um, and this was also, believe it or not, this is, this movie was actually a huge inspiration for Matt Reeves, the Batman. Do you know in what way it inspired the Batman? uh i have no idea the way he works with the cops you go no because this movie features penguin catwoman riddler and joker in it those four characters do not appear together in the same movie until matt reeves the batman penguin riddler catwoman and joker are all in the batman matt reeves said he was inspired to include those that group of four characters by by this movie which is kind of cool it's kind of cool. like it i like yeah. it yeah i have some other like weird trivia and stuff about the movie we can get into later but as far as like pre-production goes that's kind of most of what i have um matt i think you've got uh, the only thing as well. i really got which i can't remember where I, I read it a long time ago it was like from one of the producers basically saying like the one of the big reasons besides money to make mm-hmm. this movie is that the movie would afford them the budget to create the other vehicles yeah the and then they could use them, the boat and the helicopter, which meant they would be available for the second season of the show. Exactly. <laughs> um, actually, I have one other thing, which is that um, people have commented that like um, Adam West is in this movie as Bruce Wayne, not Batman as Bruce Wayne for a lot of the movie. And that was actually at uh, Adam West's request because he's like, on the show, I'm almost always in costume. Yeah. And Adam West was a good looking dude and he was an actor and he's like, I kind of like to spend some time actually on screen without the mask on. Um, and originally he didn't even want to do the movie. He was like, I don't think we need to do a movie. There's no reason to do a movie. And they, but they were like, no, we're going to make the movie. And if he didn't agree to do it, they were just going to recast him. <laughs> um, now this also brings up a little piece of trivia. That's fun. So, this movie was released before DC was owned by Warner Brothers. DC uh, Warner Brothers doesn't. The, so the way that the way that whole thing works is that DC is purchased by um, the Kinney National was by, by the Kinney National Company, who also purchased Warner Brothers and then split it off, and then that became the Warner Brothers that we've known for all this time, that owned this owned DC all this time. This movie is actually released under 20th Century Fox. This movie is actually still technically owned by 20th Century Fox, which is now owned by Disney, making this movie technically a Disney property. Correct. Yeah. Which is why this show in general is really hard. You can't find it on streaming anywhere. The movie is on HBO Max. The show is not available anywhere because of the hubbub with the whole who owns it, who has the rights to it thing caused by this pre-Warner Brothers DC ownership. Um, 
So that's weird. <laughs> well, you get into so many of these movies that before like Marvel Studios becomes a thing or before a lot yeah. of these, you have like, look, what is the Daredevil movie? I think is on HBO Max. <laughs> or something. Is, and it's it's like this, that's a Fox movie. Yeah. It's like this weird, like you're scrolling through HBO Max, Batman, Batman, Daredevil. Like, you know, because what are you doing on here. <laughs> yeah. Incredible Hulk. You know, that movie is incredible. On, yeah. It's because on, that's on by Universal. Yeah, it's like on Hulu or something. Yeah. Like they. You know, that's the why they haven't thing. done a Hulk movie with Mark Ruffalo is because technically Universal owns the rights to the Hulk, so he well, can he, be in anything. He just can't be. It just can't be a Hulk movie. That's why yeah. Thor Ragnarok is basically World War Hulk. <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 interesting to get into like how those rights work it's and confusing. how they bleed. It, it, look, there's no greater example of that than Spider Man. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. but we're here to talk about Batman sixty six. Um, so that's, you know, this Matt, how did you first come to this movie? Uh, I'm of the age where, um, like this was on TV normally, but also I'm, a, I'm of the age where like, what, you know, pre-cable where UHF mm -hmm. stations and the difference between cable and UHF, UHF, that UHF. HF, holy mackerel, <laughs> is wow. UHF stations were owned locally. Mm -hmm. So depending on what they were willing to buy were the shows you watched on those shows, on those in those cities. So if yeah. I was in, I lived in San Antonio, I would drive to El Paso. It would be play, something different would play on their UHF stations, which is why you didn't get to see Voltron in every city. So I can mm -hmm. remember moving to California at one point and being able to watch this show on television as a kid. And while well, it's like, oh, wow, it's the Batman show because I knew about it, but I never got to see it because it wasn't playing where I was. Because this is this is late 70s, maybe 80. Mm. And that's when, you know, streaming is not a thing. Cable's barely coming up. Couldn't afford it, even if it was there. So I got to watch the show a couple of times. And I think it was at one point going um going to my uncle's house and him having this somehow. I don't know if it was on cable or what and watching it and just thinking it was the coolest show ever and kind of laughing. Cause of course, Robin's my favorite character or Dick Grayson was. So having that moment of like, if I was Robin, I'd be all over Catwoman. <laughs> I mean, bro. Um, yeah. For me, it was, um, you know, growing up in, in the nineties, um, my mom my mom introduced me to the Adam West Batman, the show and the movie. You know, we had it on VHS and they were showing reruns of the show on probably TV land or something like that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is also at the same time that the Bruce Tim animated series is is debuting. So I kind of got to grow up with two wildly different versions of Batman. Yeah. But this movie's VHS is one of those. I think I watched it to the point where the VHS stopped working. Um, because as a as a kid, like this was made for kids. Like the Adam West Batman show movie were very much made for a young audience. So it was right. Uh, I was in the right age group for it. Um, and so I watched it all all the time. But also as a young kid with access to a fast forward button, there were certain parts as a kid that I would fast forward through because um, <laughs> watching them as an adult, I'm like, yeah, see, like, I appreciate this now as a grown man. As a kid, I was the stuff with Bruce Wayne going on the date with Miss Kicka bored the crap out of me. Um, yeah. 
and there are certain plot elements that I didn't totally get as a kid. Now watching it again as an adult, I'm like, okay, now I see it's like now it makes sense. I never would have got I never would have understood this as a kid though. Yeah. Yeah. Um and the last time I watched it other than like cuz this is a, I watched it for for this for this show. I watched the movie about once a year, I think. Uh it's just one of those once about once a year I get a hankering to go back to it and watch again and I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah. It's still dated as hell. It's still super <laughs> fun though. Still super fun. Uh what what about you? Cuz I know you watched it for this show. Prior to that, when was the last time you watched it? I want to say like four or five years ago, I got it from the library just because um, I've talked about it. I think on the show before is like, sometimes I'll get a movie just to see what my son thinks. Mm-hmm. So he's like seven at the time, eight. And I'm like, Hey, come, come check this show out. This movie. I want to see, he didn't get two minutes in and he was like, what's, what's Batman wearing? Why, <laughs> why do they look like that? What, what's happening? And I was like, no. And he just like the whole thing. And I had this moment of thinking like, yeah, he's growing up in the MCU in the time of, um, you know, like the, the Snyder Batman or mm-hmm. the dark Knight. like the idea of a superhero wearing tights just was totally through him. Now, the bigger question, and I think attest to the the talents of this man, is why when Christopher Reeve does it, no one bats an eye. But when Adam West does it, everyone's like, hey, that's weird. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I, and yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Because they're, they're about the same quality of costume, yeah. um, which is the best we could do at the time. I think the cowl and the cape is what really makes it like weird. Weirder. It is. They were going for comic book accurate to a fault it's comic book accurate to the point where it's too comic book accurate it's not realistic you know the lines on his mask are meant to represent the highlight lines in the comic book art that were supposed to uh make his features (laughs) features pop they're just flat painted onto a blue mask so it it is what it is you get why they're there. It doesn't make it look any like you know, the ears kind of being the, the ears on his mask being like small. Cause that's what they looked like in the comics at the time, but they look like they were just kind of barely like, almost like they were taped on there. It just, it didn't look like one piece, but again, like there wasn't much to go on at the time. Like this was, this was like the pinnacle peak of comic book property production for its time. Oh yeah. You know, they put $1.4 million into this movie in the sixties into a yeah. comic book movie. That is, that is unheard of. Like you said, they built that bat boat. They built that bat copter, like real money went into this movie for the time. That well, is- and, and, and you also have that, like, you know, the show, it's that just as a testament of how popular the show was that they would take oh, that risk. Yeah. And do that that, for, that first season of this sh- of, of, of Batman, the series took over the damn world. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was unheard of. It was absolutely because there had been like the black and white Batman and Robin serials that would like play before movies way back when in, in the 50s and all that. But th- this was, I, I mean, they put, 
the kind of effort and budget into the show and this movie that they were only putting into things like like dragnet at the time stuff that was seen as like quality uh serious entertainment for for the masses not like a a silly silly kids show (laughs) (laughs) but no i i i where were we are we talking about the costumes now yeah yeah and it's like because we're talking about my son getting freaked out by the costume yeah. And I think that like it is kind of weird to think about, like, yeah, like if you're not used to the way they look in those outfits, because like the villain ones aren't as bad, except for maybe the Riddler. Depends. Because wearing... Riddler wears two costumes in this movie, and I like one of them a lot more than the other. Yeah, but they're just basically weird colored clothing. Yeah. And makeup. Batman and Robin, if you're not used to that look. It, yeah. it could be really kind of like, whoa. But I mean, like you said, it, it's accurate. And I think one of the funniest pictures I have is somebody found that Batman 66 costume mm-hmm. and bought it for me because they got it for like three bucks. So That's I funny. have a picture somewhere of me in that outfit. As that is <laughs> that is prime blackmail material right there. <laughs> God help you if I ever get a hold of that picture. Well, I'm going to like... I, I'm not embarrassed. I'll find it. <laughs> find it and send it to me. That's that's going on Twitter um, or whatever. You know, we'll see. But uh, it's, yeah. Like, I think Joker's costume through and through uh, is, is probably the best. Yes. What they did with Cesar Romero's Joker costume. Because everybody always talks about the fact that he painted over his mustache. And, and, and yeah, that is... That is great. Cesar Romero famously refused to shave his mustache to play Joker. They paint over it. If you look at his face close enough, especially nowadays watching it like an HD on, on HBO Max, you can oh, really yeah. tell. But I don't think enough credit is given for how good his Joker costume is. Because again, it's really comic book accurate, almost to a fault. But the the version of the Joker they're rolling with in this, it just works. I, I, I don't know how else to explain it. It works so well. Um, I like Frank Gorshin's green Riddler tuxedo more than I like the green unitard. I've never been a big fan of the green unitard that he wears. I actually kind of prefer my Riddler in a suit, uh, yeah. but that's just me. <laughs> well, and that's why, like, for me, I kind of laughed about, like, the fact that they brought both of those things back in Batman forever. Like, yeah, maybe not the unitard. Maybe, uh, maybe not do that. Yeah. I get why you're doing it for the version of it. Cause, cause, cause Jim Carrey's Riddler, you're showing me the picture right now. You need to send that to me immediately (laughs) on Facebook. I need that. Um, Jim Carrey's Riddler. You could tell was 1000% an homage to Frank Gorshin. Like it's, it's not even subtle. It was, it was Jim Carrey, doing his version of Frank Gorshin's Riddler. Um, I really like that. I, I'm bummed he only wears the green suit in one scene, um, which apparently most of that scene was actually just shot for the trailer, uh, but they liked it so much they went ahead and just used it in the movie. Um, Catwoman's, isn't, Catwoman's is a pretty straightforward Catwoman costume. Yes, it's it's pretty it's pretty straightforward because honestly, Catwoman's costumes in the comics 
tend to be a lot sillier up to that point. Like the weird, the weird like bat ears she has at one. Well, the, the, the anatomically the, correct cat ears is what they are. Yeah, with the black, with the purple dress slid up to her thigh yeah, and, and the, the cape. cape and, for yeah. no reason. Catwoman's costumes. <laughs> it it took a long time for them to get Catwoman's look down. Yeah. just right it, it took us a while to get there to me to me the 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 gold standard is still bruce tim's the all gray one i still think that one yeah. is is excellent um but ever since the 60s we haven't really had a bad Catwoman costume except maybe the one that's in the batman the animated series i never liked that one i love that show yeah but that costume that again looked a little too much like a bat uh yeah. in that was was weird but um and then penguins is just classic penguin in this it's yeah, yeah. all the villains look look perfect look i great. think the only the only weird thing is like it's been a while since i seen robin in the <sighs> the, the trunks and the, and the, the <laughs> so Ooh. when we watched it this last time it was like hey i'm watching this for the podcast you guys come check it out and like my little one who's five, she was kind of like watching it because she'll, if something's fun it. and it, she'll watch it. Race was coming in and out. My, my teenager is like ever so often coming in and she's like, I think she, she's like, okay, so Batman. And I'm like, yeah, that's what he looked like. I showed her pictures online and you know what he looked like at the time. And, you know, she wasn't mad at the movie, <laughs> but yeah. then like there was a scene where they go down the poles an instantly change and she's cracking up at like instant change thing. It but then like <laughs> they're standing there and Robin's doing something and he's like leaned back. Yeah, I know. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. It, it, and, and she just, she's just like, um, what, what's happening right now? <laughs> what are, what are, what, what, what are we, uh, okay. All right. All right. Can, can we go to yeah. the medium? Can we go to the medium? Can we go to the yeah, I know. And then there's also where, where Batman jumps on the pad and it like rockets him back up the pole. And I was like, okay, cool. Then what? <laughs> yeah. That's the, then oh, I love when he says to Alfred, like, take the freight elevator down to the back cave. Like, wait, you have an elevator? To, then why do you need the okay? All right. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was like the Robin costume, it's just so it's so it's hard to reconcile because like nearly i shouldn't compare it but no i'm not going to do that comparison but yeah. it's because i'll get lots of hate if i do that but um <laughs> it's like uh like it i don't want to know if it makes it better or worse that he's not 12 i know it's like it, <laughs> I, like burt ward is not a child he's an adult in this in this movie in he's this like show he's like 20 but yeah like you i don't know if that makes it better or worse it's very much the kind of costume you would give a child, like especially a circus performer in the sixties. I that would, but I don't need that. I mean, that's what <laughs> muscle men wore. That's what they all wore back yeah. then. So that was the one where I'm like, just keep it on the medium, bro. Like, yeah. did they not have dancers belt back? Like Burt Ward. Hey, God bless you, man. Yeah. Good on you for having the package. But I'm watching this with my kids, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but, but also like. To have the cut to the stones to just say, you know what, this is the costume is what it is. I'm just gonna, what yeah. what, what, what can you do? Yeah. Can you but do? then, but then at one point, my son's like, 
is he wearing little booties? Yes, he is. <laughs> like, yeah, yes, it's accurate. It's accurate to it's, the comic. It's, it's, it's what accurate wants. to a fault. It's accurate <laughs> to a fault. Um, let's let's talk. Let's talk some of the production design on this because I have always, always really enjoyed Adam West Batcave. I yes. don't know what it is. I love that Batcave. <laughs> I really love that Batcave. See this what this reminds me of is is that that cartoon series from 2003 the Batman mm-hmm. of like this is what this thing is and we're leaning into it like does yeah. it make a lick of sense that on his cell phone suddenly it goes brew brew and it says bat a bat symbol on it when he's at a thing as Bruce Wayne yeah no yeah. anybody's gonna see that yeah anyone's right. gonna see that yeah bruce wayne batman yes i think bruce wayne might be batman <laughs> what makes you say that well the fact that yeah. he went in that closet and the batman came out the window and then his cell phone had a yeah i just something tells me i think bruce wayne might be batman guys <laughs> <laughs> so i think when you just lean into it and not try and like sidestep it so like this show is what it is and yeah. to just lean into like this is what this show looks like. This you have bat, you have shark repellent spray cans. You have labeled. I love so much that everything is labeled. Yeah, everything in that bat cave has a big sign on it, letting everyone know what it is. And as a nerd that loves organization and labeling, that is kind of my jam. <laughs> yeah, it it works perfectly because you also like you're saying like like. We know what that stuff is, but the kids don't. Yeah. So you're just like, nope, this is the this. This is the that. This is the this. So like everything's got a bat in front of it. Everything's got the word bat in front of it. Even I love how when I watch, because I watch everything with subtitles because I'm an old man and I have to. um, When they're on stuck on the buoy and he's using his his uh, like his uh, his bat radio to blow up the torpedoes. Torpedoes. Yes. When he says the batteries have died in the subtitles, it's not batteries, it's batteries. Uh. I, I laughed so hard when I because I, I had never noticed that before. I laughed so fucking hard because I was like, this isn't on screen in the movie. The person that works for HBO Max that was writing the subtitles for this movie did that on purpose that is a choice and i applaud you for it sir or madam <laughs> yes yes that is totally correct but i like okay. dude the this batmobile's cool dude it's my favorite it's 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 my second favorite batmobile i still love the 89 one it's a cool batmobile the 60s, the 60s batmobile is sexy yeah. man pardon my language folks this Batmobile fucks. <laughs> this Batmobile fucks hard. That is that is the Bat Pimp Mobile. That Batmobile is excellent. It's so and, good. And the boat is cool as hell too. The helicopter, not so much, but the, the boat is a little silly. Yeah, it's, but the... it's a little much even for even for me. I love the camp in this movie. The Batcopter is a little much. It's the wings. Yeah, it's yeah. the wings. <laughs> The but the but the bat boat is sleek as that all get out. Great. I also so think it, I think the bat cycle in this movie is a little ridiculous too. Yes, but I always crack up at like <laughs> I have these moments of like I really wish the suit matched the sleekness of the boat and the car. <laughs> Man, <laughs> it's, it's 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 a little off. 
it's a but little off. <laughs> again, this is that time period. This is what superheroes yeah. look like. And, yeah, you is. know, if you go into some of the stories, it certainly didn't stop them from getting laid. <laughs> no, it did not. Um, it did not. But it's, yeah, I cannot emphasize enough. Like, like they put money into these vehicles. That Batmobile is just, it's so good. My biggest problem with the Bat Cycle, other than its design, is how it's introduced in this movie. Because they just randomly, like, 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 Penguin knocks, fake knocks them out in the Batmobile and steals the Batmobile and they drive off with it. Yeah. And they just happen to be stuck next to some random bush in a field that the Bat Cycle is hidden underneath. Does he just have random bat cycles stashed in random places around Gotham. It was again, even for the camp level of this movie, even as a 10 year, the five year old, I remember going, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, always be prepared. I guess always be prepared. I guess. Well, I mean, that's also up there where there's an episode of, of the show. I think it's in season three where like a criminal pulls out a Tommy gun to shoot at Batman and he pulls this giant bat shield out from under his cape and is blocking the bullets, pulls it away and punches the guy. And Robin's like, how did you know when it was okay to drop the shield? And Batman says, I counted the bullets. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. All right, Cap. I mean, Batman. Yeah. But that's, that's what we're, that's, that's what we're dealing with, with yeah. this movie and with this show. Um, I will say something that's cool, a little piece of trivia. So the set they used for Penguin's submarine interiors were okay. actually recycled sets from the movie Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. Oh, nice! They just redressed them, uh, which is cool. I love, oh, I love the the, the summer. I love the submarine set in this movie. The submarine stuff was super cool, and I love their hideout at like the pirate bar. Maybe it's because I'm super into pirate shit. I don't know. Yeah, but I love. I also love how everything was shot. At, every time you were were hanging out with the villains, it's all shot at a Dutch angle. Yeah, it's which is just cle- it's, it's it's clever filmmaking. I I, I enjoyed that. And I think I think the idea was like because to show that they're all crooked. Okay, yeah, haha, T T T. It just looks cool too. It's just, it's a cool way of shooting it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that that, and then like, <laughs> I I still do like even watching it now. I'm like, how did they do? Like, it legit looks like they're in the ocean. Yeah, doing the submarine thing, That's... and I know they're not. <laughs> no, I know they're again, not. The... I, I I think I, I wasn't able to find any information about. This. I think they did some actual location shots for some of these. Yeah, I have a like again. I know it's the '60s. I have a hard time believing they had like a set that big on a studio lot. They could shoot some of that because I know there was an there was an accident when they were shooting the uh, fight on top of the submarine where um, a, a guy, one of the guys, and the shot is in the movie, but. Robin knocks a guy into the water, and I guess the guy hit his head. And when they cut, they were like, "Hey, we're missing somebody." Um, and he had fallen his head and fallen on. He he, he survived, but he was unconscious. And they had to, they had to like evac him out. Wow. Um, but I'm I, I've wondered like I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, how much of this did they actually shoot, like, on open water, and how much of this was a set? I really don't know because some of those locations. Like the pier where they're shooting, like when Batman's running around with the bomb, that's on location. That's on a yeah. pier. There's no way that's yeah. not. If I'm wrong, somebody please tell me. I'm sure I might be, but but again, like they spent one point four million dollars, one point four nineteen sixty six million dollars on this. Yeah, 
that is a lot of money that you can do a lot with. And apparently that running around with the bomb scene was five hours of shooting. Oh, I'm sure. Is what Adam West said. Can you imagine just doing that all for five hours? Good. Yeah. God, my arms would hurt. Um, well, speaking of, of that, like, or just action in general, like, I was surprised at how, like, the fight scenes weren't bad. The fights were good. These are good fights. Like, I don't know if it's because it was a movie instead of the show. They they did not do the whole wham, bam, zap, not as much. anywhere near as much. It was only it was only in the fight on top of the submarine. Yes. And it's only when I think it's only when um Batman and Robin are laying in the hits. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, so couple, times where, there's a couple times where they get hit that it doesn't happen, but it's only yeah. a couple times. But no, it was like because it's also that like, you know. This, there's no digital editing. There's no, they're not moving the camera around. Like it's a completely different animal as far as filmmaking. Cause even if you go back and watch movies of this time, like you watch uh, from, yeah. is it from Russia with love that has the really cool fight with Sean Connery and the guy on the train. I think it's from Russia with love. I want to say yes. And it's, a, it's a really good fight, but it's yeah. not cut at all. Like it's just them fighting yeah. and, and like, dude, it's Adam West. Because it's him as Bruce Wayne doing all this fighting. Now, again, you have to go, wow, Bruce Wayne could really fight and Batman yeah. could really fight. Oh, when, when, he's trying to, <laughs> when, he, when he's trying to escape and he's fighting everybody. Dude, that yeah. fight is so well choreographed. Yeah. I, I, I just watched it the other day. That fight is so well choreographed. I was genuinely impressed. Yeah. Like it beyond be what it should have been. Movie. Yeah. Beyond what it should have been. But yeah. It, But yeah, I just was like, yeah, no, this is... And it's like, again, it's Adam West doing it all. It's, you know. To, to quote Adam West himself from the Big Bang Theory, that is 100% grade A Adam West. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, I think it should be pointed out, um, Batman kills some dudes in this movie. <laughs> Accidentally, but Batman kills some folks in this movie. Because he knocks a guy onto the springboard that launches him out into the exploding octopus. Batman, mm -hmm. Bruce Wayne killed that man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Bruce Wayne killed some. Also, when they're when they're fighting uh, the the rehydrated dudes in the Bat Cave, they they punch them and they explode. Basically, Batman and Robin kill some dudes in this movie. <laughs> hey, but that's. That's not their fault. No, Somebody oh, had faulty tech. It's not their fault. It's faulty tech. Batman and Robin kill some dudes in this movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So again, as I've always said, Batman is killed in every live action film he's ever yeah. been in. <laughs> there you go. There you go. People hating on BVS. Batman, Adam West killed some dude. Adam West threw a guy into an exploding octopus. And he exploded on camera. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't intentional. He Shut didn't up. know. Shut up. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and also, like, getting into the cast, like, Lee, this is the only time Lee Merriweather plays Catwoman. She's so good. Yeah. I love Julie Newmar, and I love Eartha Kitt. Lee Merriweather is so good as Catwoman in this movie. Yes, and that weird heartbreaking moment where he realizes oh. she's been the chick the whole time. Uh, what? You mean you couldn't tell? Yeah. Okay. All I right. mean, 
If they can't well, know he's Batman. She's not I, oh, I know. Well, honestly, <laughs> his his mask is a lot more convincing than hers. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. But yeah, um, I thought I thought that she was she was really I mean, dude, the performance is in here. Like it is again, it is what it is. Like it is what it is. You get to that point where like you can't tell me the first time Burt Ward and Adam West put on those suits. They didn't look at each other and go, what did we do? <laughs> what did we sign up for? Oh, no, our careers are over. And all they could do is like, if we just lean in just and do it. it, we'll get laid forever. Oh, but, man. but yeah, and I think that that's where like, you know, look, Burt Ward does a really good job. I mean, it's he's overacting, but it is what Thousand they all percent. did. You know. That's what Robin was in the comics. He was he was the plucky comic relief. He was there to say holy holy noun Batman, yeah. holy adjective Batman, and yeah. and yeah, that's what it was. It, it it is what it is. Watching it through that lens, everyone's everyone's doing the best they can with what they're working with. And dude, good looking dudes, charming as all get out. Yeah, snappy dressers even you know yeah i think but it's also kind of funny to think about like yeah this is back when alfred is the the but the old man butler he's the butler and and that is the long and short of it yeah (laughs) alfred was not a very well-developed character until probably the 90s yeah it's not until late 80s dark knight not until batman year one does yeah um what's it called or Batman: The Dark Knight Returns is one of those two that introduced the idea that he was a, a field medic. That I think you it was start... Dark, I think it was Dark Knight Returns because he's like and that's first. Yes, yeah, that, that comes out first. first. So yeah. it's definitely like that's Frank Miller's the one that introduces the idea that Alfred is more than just like a dude who can cook. He's more than just point. the help. Yeah, he's he's an equal part of this crime fighting operation in his own way. Yeah, so it's interesting to see him like sandwiches, tea, blah blah, and then that you know. woman who I, I completely oh, forgot she um, was in what's the show. Name? Aunt, uh, like Aunt Marge or something, who was yeah. always in the show. She only appears in the opening sequence of the movie. She doesn't have a single line in the movie. She's never seen again. Um, yeah. It's yeah, it is what it is. Um, she was created for the show. That's that's or that's all. She was not like she's never been a thing. Yeah, Bruce Wayne's aunt has never been a thing. <laughs> um so i like i said i i I have a weird soft spot for this movie i watch it like once a year and when also you know we've we've danced around this topic a little bit but when you talk about the fact that this is an adaptation this is an adaptation of the comic book it's like i said it's accurate almost to a fault Yes, like they were going out of their way to make this as much of a as a look for look adaptation recreation of the comic book as possible because they knew it would be familiar. And like we like we said, they succeed almost to the point where it's a problem. Yeah, yeah. It, it's there's no concept at this time of like maybe we should change a costume to look tougher. Or, yeah. but you also have to think about too is you you know. It wasn't like there were a bunch of like, what every actor wasn't buff back then either. Mm-hmm. You know, there at, was no Adam West at this time is like comparable to what we think of with Hugh Jackman. Like this was as jacked as actors got at the time. Yeah. They just didn't. It's not until um, 
It's, I mean, I would almost dare say it's not till the late seventies, maybe mid eighties where the idea of every single actor has to start being super in shape. I think it's more of an eighties thing. Cause 80, eighties was the decade of like, you know, Terminator. That kind of yeah. thing. You get Stallone and, and star. yeah, and I think that's where you get you have to look at this and go like yeah, like that that wasn't a thing. Even though the comic books were kind of drawn that way, they weren't like nowadays. They're just like ridiculously ripped all the time, and it's like he's got fourteen abs. Yeah, but they weren't super. He, Batman wasn't super jacked. That doesn't come until after this when Neil Adams comes in and really Whoa. like makes Batman athletic. Whoa. <laughs> yeah so i think that that's it is like you said like they almost adopt it to a um because like they but they padded george reeves mm-hmm. years before this they don't George, pad Adam George West. reeves had the muscle mass of a wet noodle i mean i mean yeah <laughs> george reeves was a scrawny dude yeah um even even christopher reeves like he was about in this as good a shape as adam west is in this it's like it's your point. It's to your point earlier. Like, why is everyone revere Christopher Reeves' take on Superman, but laugh at uh, Adam West's take on Batman when they're basically the same? Well, I think that's difference between a television actor and a movie actor. But we can talk uh, about that in the Superman well, show. <laughs> that was that was also that was a that was a big thing for a long time. If you were a TV actor, you weren't like. You weren't worth yeah. as much as a movie actor. Nowadays, it's pretty much 50 It's pretty much, yeah. you know. But no, crazy. I just meant more like the 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 talent gap between yeah. these two men, pretty wide. Absolutely. But, Absolutely. but um, and I'm not knocking Adam West per se. Well, it, it's also a style thing. Superman yes. was trying to be a serious take on a comic book property. Bat, Batman was just, was just there for kids. It was there to be yeah. a, a kid show. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, yeah. I, like I said, I, I like this movie a lot, and I watch it once a year. And I think because I was watching it this time with a specific goal in mind, I noticed these things more. And I actually found myself like for the first time going, "No, I genuinely really like this movie. It's a good movie for what it is. It's a it's it's a good movie. It's fun. I had a I- good time watching it." I was surprised at how like, like, again, it is what it is. But I wasn't like, oh my gosh, I have to go back to this movie because I think I watched it over two or three days, like bits and pieces. Yeah. And it wasn't like I had a good time. Like, dude, Adam West is cool. You know, everybody's doing their thing. Like, this. I mean, I don't know why I haven't watched. It. I mean, because I think before I tried to watch it five years ago with my son, mm. it's been decades. I don't yeah. think I've watched it in my adult life. Um. It's- but um, but no, I think I think it's it's a product of its time, and mm-hmm. if you can be in that mindset and have fun with it, it's a great movie to watch. And unlike I would even say, like the MC movies, sometimes like you don't have to worry about the content. Like, oh yes, yeah. you want to watch through family. family? This is a family friendly Batman yeah. movie, like like to a T. Because what? Because this time when we watched it, Race would come and check it out. Like the mm-hmm. the Robin thing kind of threw him, but. Like it's a hard thing to reconcile. <laughs> yes, it is. But no, I'd like it it was what it was. We had fun with it. And I think that's like I think this is one of those things where sometimes like just think, okay, look at the comic at the time. Mm-hmm. This is what Batman and Robin were. And then go, hey, watch them do this. Mm-hmm. And 
have a good time with watching it what it was like no it's not the batman no it's not the nolan it's not even the 89 it's not any of those things it is a movie based on a show that looks just like the show if you can get into star trek generations you can get into batman 66 <laughs> movie i'm just saying honestly if you like batman the brave and the bold you should like this yes, yes. batman brave and the bold tried to like be the updated animated version kind of of this just just can't just camp all around it's so, a love letter to this with some darkness to it yeah it, <laughs> it, it takes it as seriously as it needs to but ultimately it's there to be fun it's there to be fun family fun it's what it, it's what it's there to be um now i misspoke earlier when i said there was no sequel to this movie there are <laughs> two sequels to this movie Oh yeah, are we that really going to talk about it? That I will live and die saying are worth the watch, and that's <laughs> two animated movies: Batman: Return of the Cape Crusader. Oh, that's what you're talking about. I don't even know. I don't even want to know what you thought I was talking about. Okay. Um, two animated movies: Batman: Return of the Cape Crusaders and Batman versus Two Face that came out uh, like 2017, 2018, something like that. Yes. Uh, Adam West and Burt Ward return as voices, as does Lee Merriweather. Or no, mm -hmm. Julie Newmar. Julie Newmar. Julie Newmar does. They are. I saw. I saw. I saw the first one in theaters. I did a, one of those uh, uh, Fandango nice. screening events, yeah. um, or Fathom rather. Um, these two animated movies are so freaking good and funny and campy and silly and worth the watch. The because they just poke fun at themselves. And bat like the concept of Batman in general. Is it William Shatner Two Face in he's one of William, them? He's Two Face in the sequel because Two Face is they do because the original idea for this actual sequel to this movie to Batman sixty six was going to be about Two Face. That was the idea for the sequel, never got made. So Two Face never Two Face never appears in any of the Adam West Batman stuff. He existed at the time, but he's never appeared in any of the stuff. Hmm. So um so yeah william shatner is the voice of two-face in in the second one but they brought adam west and burt ward back it was the last thing that um adam west did uh because yeah, i think the second one comes out after he died yeah two, batman versus two-face comes out after he had after he had passed away but just the fun they had making them again making fun of themselves yes um because again these guys are in their 80s voicing these characters so so there's constant jokes about how robin is just a kid and it's like being voiced by like an 80 year old dude um <laughs> there's uh at one point and they make fun of just batman in general like over the years uh at one point uh batman gets hit in the head and looks at catwoman and is like seeing triple because he got hit in the head and he sees three different cat women and it's julie newmar lee merriweather yes. and, and eartha kit yes. um, at one point he's like brainwashed and going nuts and just starts quoting batman stuff like he punches joker and says you want to get nuts come on let's get nuts yes and when he's fighting riddler he's quoting dark knight returns and says this is an operating room and i'm the surgeon it's so ridiculous and dumb and i love every second of it so if you have any appreciation for 1966's Batman, both these animated movies are on, are on HBO Max. Please go watch them. They are so, they make fun of Dark Knight Rises in the best way possible when Catwoman says to Batman, 
run away with me, Batman. We can go live in Italy and sip coffee in a, in a quiet cafe for the rest of our lives. And Robin says, holy unsatisfying ending, Batman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, they are so good. They're so good. And it honestly, they just remind me of why I love this movie so much because it's just fun and it knows what it is they knew what they were making and they just said fuck it let's just have a good time and sometimes that's perfect and this is one of those times so absolutely i recommend if you have not seen the 1966 batman movie or you haven't seen it in a long time it's on hbo max go watch it go go revisit it it's free if you have hbo max to watch it yeah, it's it's an hour and a half out of your day. It's an hour and a half out of your day. And at at worst, you're just going to be like, well, this is stupid. <laughs> at but, best, you're going to be like, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. there's there's no there's no there's there's no losing here. It's it's just fun. It's fun, Batman. Definitely, definitely. All right, you have a favorite moment from this movie? Like one oh. of these, like, this is my favorite bit of all time. I mean, every time Robin says, holy blank. Uh, no, <laughs> honestly, my favorite things are the ridiculous leaps of logic they do with Riddler's riddles. Oh, yes. They're like, what's 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 small and lives in a tree and is dangerous? A sparrow with a machine gun. Precisely, Robin. Yeah. <laughs> They're, they, are, they are insanely dumb. When they make a thing about like ostrich eggs, what's an ostrich egg got to do about this? It's not the ostrich eggs, it's the lack of ostrich eggs. As I recall, a shipment of ostrich eggs was supposed to be made three days ago and never arrived. We need to go look at that shipping center. What? Yeah. No, you're like, what the? It it's just reminds so me dumb. of. Did you ever I see love it. Black Dynamite? I did. I when did. they do that whole roundabout way to figure out. So ridiculous. <laughs> it's every time they have to solve one of these ridiculous riddles and the leaps and bounds they take to get it it's it's so dumb and i love it i love it i want more of it it's so good fair (laughs) what about you what do you got like i dude that fight when bruce wayne tries to escape like i was just like look at this dude's go like wow fight Even though I have to say, one of my kind of things that always cranks me up is that, and they do it in almost all the Batman movies, why does a rocket-powered car screech its tires? It's a great question. <laughs> great question. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. The, the fire doesn't even go straight out of the back. It's just kind of like, like a candle wafting by. <laughs> I love in the animated movie, at one point they're on patrol in Gotham City and they're just going like a nice quiet 25 miles an hour, but the jet engine's still going. It's just I'm like, the fire doesn't need to be on. It's fine though. It's fine. Definitely for show. Definitely for show. It's all for show. I love so much in that cartoon where they're chasing after somebody and Batman's like, Robin, be careful. You can't cross the street like that. It's dangerous. And Robin's like, gosh, you're right, Batman. We need to observe the proper traffic and crossing laws. Yes, we do, Robin. Quick, to the crosswalk. <laughs> so good. I there's there's if you just want to laugh, yeah. if you're the kind of person that enjoys watching things, let's say under the influence, go for it with Fair. this movie. If you if you yeah. want to get drunk or 
whatever else floats your boat and watch this movie go for it have have, make a night out of it make a big bowl of popcorn get get wrecked melt into the couch and just have a fun hour and a half it's yeah this movie's so this movie's so much fun (laughs) so look that's what we think of 1966's batman we're going to be going through all these live action movies and honestly i can't wait because i know where we're going next after this this is this is where the lighthearted fun stops ladies and gentlemen i was gonna say i think this is the I think we have six more movies before we're going to be like-minded about one. <laughs> I really do. I really do. Because from here on out, it's going to be bickering and disagreeing, <laughs> and every movie is going to be super serious. This one's just fun. So I think that's a good way to start off tackling these live-action Batman movies. Uh, we always want to know what you guys think of these movies. So like, let us know. We are on Twitter at WeAreTheBatman. You guys can also go to our website, podpage.com slash WeAreTheBatman, um, and let us know on there. You can also go on Facebook, facebook.com slash groups slash Fanboy Junction with a K. Um, we want to know what you guys think of these movies as we go through. It's It's... It's going to be so much fun talking about these, and uh, I'm I'm so nervous and excited for where we go from here. I know, I, and I I'm going to put this out there: if you guys haven't seen this movie and you take the time to watch it, I want to know what you think. Uh, hit me on Twitter, Mr. J Ninja, or just come into one of the groups or onto the the page, the podcast webpage, and let us know. And we're just curious to see who has fun with these. It's it's because uh, because Lord knows we are. Lord knows we are. And there's a couple of these movies coming up that we're going to have to talk about that I am not looking forward to. But we're going to do it for you guys. So, you know, you can thank us by listening and sharing and rating and reviewing and and, and talking to us about it because we're going to get to one of these movies in a few months that we're going to need some support on because we're not going to have a good time talking about it. Uh, i'm not not gonna have a good time with the next one we're about to do (laughs) i know that makes me so angry so guys uh thank you so much for joining us for listening and we'll see you next month with another batman movie breakdown and we'll see you next week with another brand new episode of we are the batman same bat time same bat podcast channel bye-bye